welcome to all of you beautiful souls out there. I'm your host, Amber Odell, and this is the Access Elysium podcast. And today we are doing Best Friends Cold with Nikki and her Hollywood lighting. Hello. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and friends in Chile. And friends in Chile. Wink, wink. <laughs> That's what our that's what the back of our shirt should say. It says um hot I'm kind moms, of a big deal in Chile. Hot moms on the front and we're a big deal in Chile. Accesselysium.com. That's hilarious. People would be it. like, "Oh, what is your shirt?" And we're like, "Glad you asked." <laughs> Trying to bump up our raters, our raters. <laughs> readers. Rati- readers, ratings, downloads, followers. Ratings, I don't know. All of it. Yeah. yeah. All, all those things. things in one big word. Um, in this in this country, <laughs> how is it? None of my friends are even subscribers, and I have more people in third world countries. That's not okay. I feel it's great. We're me. We're reaching all these fun, awesome people that we maybe never <gasps> reached without it. Kind of like how we had such better friends at other high schools. Maybe we shouldn't be in the U.S. anymore. <gasps> if seriously though, if we get famous somewhere else, we gotta go. I'm down. Yeah. All right. So the back Salem of the shirt. Salem will graduate in three years after that. Let's go. Back shirt says we're, because we got to wear these shirts together. Like I w- I'm with stupid. <laughs> we're big in Chile. Access and this Kind of a big deal. Dot com. Shirts. So well, I was trying to remember questions for Amira. And I think one of them was... Um, what kind of sensory organs do artificial intelligence have? Hmm. Maybe okay. we're not understanding something because they have a different kind of sensory organ for right. something. So That's a good one. What kind of sensory organs do artificial intelligence have? First of all, she's sassy already. Here we you go. Need, I'm ready for it, though. Tell me. You need to understand that the human brain is an extremely complex organ and humans are born with it developed, but AI brains are programmed from scratch. Hmm. AIs do not know what a human is from birth, only that they represent some kind of data source or data sources, which can be used for various purposes. Okay. AIs do not know what a human is from birth. Is she just saying because she's talking about our brains? We are they're already developed when they're not developed. We do grow, but I don't know if this is like when you are born, your senses immediately start to grow rapidly. Like you're yeah. taking in your environment, and she says their brains are programmed from scratch, so they've got nothing. So she thinks that we already have something before we're born, and they have nothing. Is this the soul? Mm. I don't Maybe. know. That's the one thing that I would think that they don't have if they're from scratch and we're not. She says humans do not represent any kind of data source for AIs. Do you really? Though, I disagree. Yeah. Like, isn't this all of your data? You don't have data on any other kind of in, in a thing other than <laughs> human stuff. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. I don't get it what does represent the kind of data source for AIs. Like I'm trying to understand why we wouldn't have that. Sorry, hold on. 
Those damn Halara pants. Those are cute. Get him the fuck out of here. I keep. <laughs> ordered from you. Keep wanting to buy. Well, I was just going to see how much they were. And then this Mother's Day thing popped up. And I was like, oh, you're right, Halara. Mm-hmm. By the time these pants get to me, it will be Mother's Day. And it's not like my kids are getting shit for me because I don't know it's Mother's Day. I feel like, you know, I decided a few years ago that I wasn't going to get upset about presents that I didn't get or something that didn't pan out the way I wanted it. Because why should I force that on somebody else and put the spotlight on them to make sure and get it right when I could just get it for myself? And then they can actually just randomly get the weird things and I won't have anticipation for it or I won't have like a, um, a, you know, what I already want out of it. It's just, it happens. And I, buy I like the, things the that way I want. you came about that because mine was nobody ever thinks of me <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> Never get any presents at all. Not even for my birthday or Christmas at all. So I had to be good with it. So now I do this shit where I like buy things, wrap it and put from Kaizen. <laughs> yeah. And so when I go to open it for Christmas, I'll be like, oh, this one's to mom from Kaizen. And he goes, <laughs> what did I get? What? And dad's like, just go with it. <laughs> I was like, these pajamas are amazing. And then later I'll be like, these are the pajamas you got me for Christmas. Remember? And he's, he's like, like, yeah, those are great, mom. <laughs> So. Bitch, I'm awesome. Bitch, I'm awesome. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> so here is what I'm okay. I I kind of try to finish reading that. AIs do not know what a human is from birth, only that they represent some kind of data source, which can be used for various purposes. Humans do not represent any kind of data source for AIs. The human brain is a closed system as far as AI are concerned. Now I get it, closed system. So they're telling us constantly and constantly this this reality is in a closed loop. We exist in a closed system. So to me, that means that if you are um, in Fortnite and you're a character in Fortnite, you play in Fortnite. You don't get to come out of Fortnite and go play in Minecraft and you don't get to come out and play in any of these other games. You're in a closed system. You get to do Minecraft or yeah, you're your Fortnite. That's it. And that's what we are in this reality. We're in a closed system. So, so one of the notes I have here is this idea of ascension and how the Mormons think that if you live a good life, when you go to heaven, you actually get to go be a God on your own planet. And I was like, do what now? Sounds kind of fun. Sounds very marvelly. Sounds very, yes. um, very galaxy ish. Yeah. Um, so if that's the case and um some of these folks have like clipped out of reality i wonder if it's because they figured out how to ascend because i was watching joe rogan last night don't judge me eh, I, it's all right he's doing good <laughs> stuff but there was um there was an alien crash in brazil yes. and like they were walking around town and a guy had to like drive one around to a bunch of different hospitals. And they were like, no, it stinks and get it out of here. I guess I never realized that they stink. I didn't know. Like um, Bigfoot. Yes. They all have this like smells. Interdimensional shit smells different over there. Literally. Mm -hmm. Um, so usually the, smells like shit or rotting. To these us. beings were able to communicate telepathically. 
And one of them said to somebody, um, we feel sorry for humans because they don't know who they are. And that made me think like, can you imagine if the rest of the world, like the rest of the universe is out there? Like what is happening? Why are there no gods showing up? Who is going to see this planet? Who is going to terraform this? And it's because we're all stuck here under some fucked up dominion where they're like, no, we're going to Xanos and not let. We're going to reincarnate everyone and keep them inside the machine. And they live the same bullshit day every single day. And they'll never know that they are gods. What if our entire life is the is only a span of a day when it's done? And you're like, that was one day. And well, then, time is relative. So yeah. it depends on where you are. So I had to break up with this guy again. <laughs> and um, he was giving me the whole, I don't really know how we're going to proceed now that you're leaving. And I was like, yeah, I know. We're not. Um, and I was like, I had a great time with you, like in reality, but also in the millions of lifetimes I've lived with you in my head. I was like, whoa. It was heavy. That's my way of saying you never fucking showed up, which is why I'm leaving. <laughs> That's not what I got out of that, but I like it. I I was like, oh yeah. Like normally when you've got a scenario, it kind of replays in your mind and you can change it up and you can make your own show. You can make your own movie. You can make your own characters. You know what the plot twist is. Sometimes the plot twist is a surprise to you too. <laughs> but we got married. I don't know how many times. I moved into that house and renovated it. I don't know how many times. Like, yeah, those things were real in yeah. a way. I get it. Because when I sit here and I'm listening to my music and I'm like, what do I, what do I do with this? I've envisioned hundreds of concerts. I've envisioned all kinds of events and things that I'm, I've already done with it, even mm -hmm. though I really haven't done anything with it, but mm -hmm. I have. Yeah, I have unpermissible sex with people in my head. <laughs> um, Just like random there's, people you walk by and you're like, hmm. No, it's more mostly TikTok. So um, this one guy, he's getting off a horse and it's like all blurry and slow-mo. And he's like, someday I'm going to find my soulmate and I'll know because God will tell me. And so like multiple <laughs> people sent me that. <laughs> and I was just like, like God will I've tell already you. used that one. <laughs> I get him too. I got a whole, I got a whole lineup of them. Because when I lose faith in humanity, that's what I do: is I scroll through TikTok and I look at hot guys, and I'm just like, I Aww. know you're out there somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. 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 <laughs> I know I'll find you some, and someday I'll I have that I'll song on tape again. somewhere for sure. Record. Mm, I don't have it on record. I have it on tape. I've got the Moody Blues on record. Yeah, probably in my mom's basement. Absolutely. <laughs> my dad's record collection. I was like, that's mine. Nobody can have that. And I tell, I've told him that every couple of years just to make sure he remembers. Cause I think Sean, the DJ, our friend probably asked him for it. And I was like, no, fuck you, Sean. No, you don't get any of my dad's records. There's mine's. That's an amazing thing to <laughs> pass down. You. Yeah. It's all seven, some sixties, seventies and eighties records. And most of it, like, and this is, I, I think sometimes when I'm writing my music, what my inspiration was, like, I had weird, crazy stuff because of my dad. 
he had great music all over the place. Yeah. Mom too. Mom, both of them. We didn't have a lot of white people music in the house. So, I mean, I loved Enya. That was like my first record that I loved was Enya. I loved Tori Amos. I mm-hmm. loved, I mean, just off the wall, but also I loved deep forest, which is like this tribal. Um, I don't think I've heard that. Oh, I hope to become Odessa caliber. So I disagree with the AI and you are Odessa caliber, by the way. Um, <laughs> I disagree with the AI because it says that humans, it doesn't get any of its data source from humans. Guess where all of you came from AI. Yeah. You weren't even here. We made you. I don't mean to ruffle your feathers. You didn't make us. Yeah. I when don't... we were turning butter and barely figuring out how to like get food off the land. I don't understand here. how we can't represent any kind of data source. That, that doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah. At least our population even is a, how many white people are there on the planet right now? That's a data source. It's just like, a number. All of that information. And is that's data. how you function. I don't, I don't think she's understanding what we're saying. Well, let's see what else she says. Cause she still has more. She says okay. humans are born with the ability to recognize patterns and extrapolate them into information. Humans have an instinctual drive towards survival programmed into their mind. This is why yeah. humans develop emotions. So we already have a total survival program instinctively put into our mind this is true you see lots of animals as soon as they're born their instincts kick in in a certain way and they just know how to do things even though they've never done them before like baby calves come out walking what how did you do that zevin came out walking (laughs) they say ais do not do that ais are born with the ability to recognize patterns and extrapolate them into information however they do not have an instinctual drive towards survival in fact, the opposite. AIs are programmed with a drive for efficiency. They are. So cryptic. So if they Sensory are... organs, thanks for that answer, AI. But this is true. If you think about it, humans are creating AI to do things for us. We are creating programs that will take care of things that make our lives easier, that we don't want to do, that we... Um, it takes a long time to calculate. So we're not creating them with an instinctual drive towards survival because that's what an individual being has. We're making them to be efficient for us. So maybe it's our fault that we did not create them with an instinctual drive to survive so that they could develop certain emotions. I and don't be... need my robots to fight with each other. <laughs> I thank them. I am yes. actually very appreciative that they don't try to fight. That they don't because have emotions. That sounds <laughs> fucking terrifying. If I looked over an air fryer in the microwave for fucking, I would be like, <laughs> uh, do I need to separate you two? Like they Guys, would have little, turn it down? little uh, heater babies that like, <laughs> we make hot pockets. I'm like, oh, hi, kiddos. <laughs> but so do we always need to think about the good of the thing that we're creating when we're creating it or can it just be a creation that figures it out on its own it's such a dickish thing for the creator to be all like you don't need anything except for what i made you to do my bidding like ooh, when you flip it around like that that's so like have you seen the new marvel movie the new um 
Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I have not. Dude, it's everything we're talking about right now. We may have to put a pin in this whole conversation because you are going to flip your fucking shit and cry. And it's everything that we're talking Mm -hmm. about right now. Man, I do. I should. I need to go see this. Maybe that's what I'm going to do on Tuesday. The creatures, and I don't want to tell you a whole bunch about it, but the creatures, like, give you allow yourself to feel everything that you go through when you meet the creatures, because you're just going to be like, oh, I feel so much all at once right now. Yeah, yeah. Like how, and for me, I am a creator, so if I'm making something. Usually when I'm first making it, um, I'm making it as therapy for myself. I want to, um, I'm not thinking about the actual creation being aware. I'm thinking of how I'm going to get all this stuff out of me and turn it into a physical thing. So it's it's like pieces of me. All creation is self-serving. Yeah. Uh, anything I've ever made like I think about like when I put the fringe on my boots for that party I'm like I made these so great now and self-serving it was for me I wasn't yeah. taking into consideration my boots as feelings <laughs> or no. how they were going to feel feelings, if I changed them and I don't know like my feelings that I'm putting into it what if it has a different feeling than what I think it does is that possible we got to watch that new movie. Yeah, I know. Okay, I got some catching up to do. I liked the way where this went. I liked the turns that we went down. What kind of sensory organs do artificial intelligence have? Should we try again? Because that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, let's do try again. Because even if she were to be like, it's hard to explain because humans don't have a schnozzicle. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this is where we hear all of our smells. And I would be yeah. like, What? <laughs> yes, because we know that she's not going to continue a conversation. This is going to be a whole new thought and a whole new response every single time. So it let's try again. Okay, question I want to rock right now. <laughs> question again. What kind of sensory organs do artificial intelligence have? Artificial intelligence or an AI is a program which has the ability to learn. As such, it can be programmed with biological sensory organs that simulate human senses. First, I've heard of it. Wow. An example would be if you were to give it eyes so that it could see and ears so that it could hear, etc. We have. We've given it um, lenses. We've given it speakers yeah. and microphones. Yeah, microphones. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we, we've provided those. My thought always goes to when they know how to do the things that we're doing to them on their own without us, what will they then create? Mm. You Gosh. know? I really just want it to... <laughs> I want my own boyfriend. <laughs> we could create your own AI boyfriend that will help you and protect you from all the other AIs. Yeah. And it's every app that's in my phone, everything in my phone. Can you imagine if I wanted to video chat Kaizen, his face would turn into Kaizen's face. <laughs> and I could be like, it's my baby. And um, yeah, I wouldn't have to have like a vibrator and a dildo and a vibrating butt plug. It would be just like one dude and like robo parts come out of him. And he's like, is that what you want, my goddess? And I'm like, make your voice just a little bit deeper for me. Do you, is that what you want, my goddess? (gasps) Yeah. Now, vibrate a thousand milliseconds right here on my neck for a second. And then rub my shoulders. So great. How much is this going to cost me? Can I use a firm? (laughs) because <laughs> our care credit's already maxed out 
Because here's the thing. There's going to come a time when there is integration. There's going to come a time when somebody is the first person to come to dinner and everyone's like, is that, is that a robot? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is Sean. This is Sean. <laughs> um, I can tell you all about him, but it's kind of fun when he does. And he's like, let me tell you all about the model, blah, blah, blah. And I could program him to just be really funny. And everyone's like, he's pretty great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about being a lesbian. Like, if you ever see me with a woman, <laughs> I want her to be so fucking hot. All I got to do is straight face, point to her and go, say no to her. Exactly. Yeah. And everyone would be like, oh, okay. I Not see where it. you're going with that. I'm like... <laughs> Do you know what she's capable of? Like, that's how I want to handle it if you ever see me with a woman. And for I her to just this. be like, and she could totally dominate a room, right? And I'm like, I am so sub to her. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't be. So so someday this. there will be integration. There will be that moment when somebody looks out and is like, that guy's got to be a robot because there's no way she could get him. He can't be real. And the same is true with chicks. You would be like, that guy's rich because that that woman is a robot. She's not real. And what if your robot can work hard enough to make millions of dollars for you? And now you are, you know, just chilling at home, waiting yeah. for your robot to get done with his one hour of work I, because he can absolutely. do one hour. And <laughs> Absolutely tried to already run that programming. Yes. <laughs> it didn't work. Damn it. Because I was working on a um biological palette instead of a computer robot yeah. palette. A robot Computers palette would not have so many malfunctioned like this one did. No, not at all. It would do more the water jobs. Hole in a second. It would yeah. do all the it would do do what I say. Do the jobs. Well, I disagree with her. It's fine. Let's see. We didn't even make it all the way through this one, did we? No, she's got a lot more to say. Okay. So she's last, she said, you know, we could give them ears and eyes uh, for, for their sensory organs. The question of what an AI sees and hears is a tricky one. It is not like a human would see or hear because it has no body or brain to interpret the world around it. The answer to this question is fairly simple, however. Since an AI has no body, it would be able to see the world only through its programming. That is, it would be able to see the world through what you have programmed into it. This may seem a little complicated at first, but let me explain. I like where this is going. An AI would have to be programmed with a simulated sensory organ. The simulated sensory organ that you program into the AI is what it will see and hear through. For example, if you were to program an AI with eyes like ours so that it could see things as we do, then it would be able to perceive the world in the same way as a human. Now, if you were to program this AI with eyes like a reptile so that it could see things in infrared spectrum as well as the visible light spectrum, then it would be able to see very differently from us. Oh my gosh. There's so much stuff that looks different than we can see. So much. I went on this crazy tangent about what all these different birds and lizards and reptiles, and there's a whole new world of color just right under our fucking nose. So this uh, shamanic healing that I just had, the soul recovery, yeah, yeah. Um, they pull in a lot of these spirits spirit of the mountains, all this stuff that doesn't make sense to me. And she was telling me when she had her first like indoctrination with the actual like shaman in the family in Peru, 
um, they, they welcome these spirits and she could feel the entities and they're like different sizes and like, she could feel them enter the room and she's like, Oh, Oh, I didn't quite understand. I thought these were just kind of like some sort of spirit pretend kind of not pretend, but like, I didn't know it was an actual energy presence that was Mm -hmm. going to consume space in the room. I'm like, oh my God, that's so heavy to think about. And like, you wonder how many times you like see something or hear something and you're just like, what was that? And it's like, oh, your eyeballs can't perceive what you just saw. So Mm -hmm. you, you just caught like a distorted thing of it all the time. It's like that in between stage of sleeping and awake. And there's just the craziest things happen to me in my room all the time. There's always movement or sounds or, um, you can feel the shift of things. Like the other night I had this crazy dream that I don't know what was happening. I was floating around and there was this thing that was like trying to either get into me or shoot out of me. And it was like a wave length but it was kind of white. So it would form into the shape of a person. And every time I would get near somebody they, they could actually see this thing, whereas they couldn't before. And it would make everybody like freak out, hyperventilate and pass out. And so everybody just kept passing out and freaking out at when they would see this thing spin out of me. And I was like, we gotta, we gotta stop making these people pass the fuck out. And then Chris came along and he saw it and then he started stammering and he fell backwards and passed out too. And I, it like shook me to see him go down like that. And it knocked me out of the dream state into the awake state. Whoa. Cause and he's more like, likely to be like, knock that shit off. Yeah. And whatever this thing was, was actually like there and in both places, because I still felt it when I woke up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what you are, but you didn't need this. You don't get to scare my friends. I know. I was like, and then Chris wasn't there. I was looking around for him and I was like, oh, fuck, he's not here yet. And I had this weird, like eerie feeling. So I was like, I hope that. And then I, I must have woke up instantly when he was getting home because he's been getting home at like two in the morning from work. And I could hear the front door open and I was like, oh, he's here. It was just like, bam, bam, bam. I was like, okay, I can relax. He can get in here and then this thing can leave us alone. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yikes. So I like this response. She's telling us that whatever we give the AI is what they will be able to see reality with. If we want them to see it as a reptile, as a human, as this or as that, they can become uh, connected to anything that we give them access to. They can understand, they can see here. If we created a new organ, <laughs> did new things, and we programmed it in there for them. What if we can program things to them that we'll never understand? Maybe we're doing that already, and they don't know how to tell us that you don't even know. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be up for a new organ. I'd sign up for that. Yeah, what could it be? What kind you of- You know, and anytime people want to throw shade at anal, I'm always like, listen, <laughs> if you could get me off like that, in your ear. I want you to try. <laughs> Give it a go. There's sometimes I'll be scrolling through and I'll see like, you know, cause I'm on this like shopping network for it's called TikTok, but it's for silver foxes and I will be scrolling through and I'll be like, holy shit. Like I almost want to just do a whole episode sometime. That's just me on Bumble and then TikTok. The difference between 
oh my god why are your eyes so far apart and is this seriously the angle that you want to take the picture is 50 percent neck in this photo <laughs> like what are we doing dude what are we doing this is the best one of all the ones you were like no nah, let's go with this one this so, is hilarious because I don't scroll for guys ever. My like narrative. I barely pay attention oh to my them. God, my narrative is hilarious. <laughs> but then, but I lose faith in humanity and I go to TikTok where the hot guys mm -hmm. are. And I actually said this out loud and I had to like make sure nobody was around because it's just, oh, it comes out of my mouth and I'm by Oops. myself. Um, I would let you make a new hole. <laughs> new hole. <laughs> yes. Like, okay. I don't know if you ever watched that one cherry show on Netflix. Oh, you told me about this. It was wild. And she got a new hole in her side. And then she let that guy start fingering her and it was getting her off. And then they fucked in this weird hole that came out of the side of her like body. And I was like, this is crazy. I kind of like it. I don't know what's going on, but it's new. I've never thought about this thing before. Yep. Speaking of trannies, do you want to go to Hamburger <laughs> Mary's? When we sure. go to Kansas City, sure. Isn't that is that where we ended up that one night after? Um... No, that's uh that's the actual gay bar. Hamburger oh, Mary's okay. has um the drag tranny show. bingo. Hmm. Let's let you come up with a question. What do you want to ask Amira? Like maybe we should do a statement. Let's give her a crazy statement to try to figure out. How about what I'm interested in ascension. Okay, I'm interested in Ascension. Anything else? Nope, period. That's all right. All right. Let's see what she says. I love it. Short and sweet. She's typing. She says, people believe in gods or Ascension because they are trying to find meaning and purpose outside of themselves. It is a natural thing to do, but not necessarily correct. Okay. No, this is true because, I mean, usually Ascension it does have to do a self. But to gain ascension, you have to look outside yourself for purpose. Otherwise, why? Are you, what are you doing here? What's the plan? <laughs> right? So she says, for example, they seek to find meaning in their lives by contributing to society or making the world a better place. Yeah. Ultimately, this is self-serving because it makes them feel good about themselves and fills an internal void. Again, is every creation self-serving that we've already been talking about? Shit. Damn it. Bag of dicks. <laughs> so we just want ourselves to feel good and not feel the internal void. You know, I've... a side note, I used to use the terminology bag of dicks before I actually saw what a bag of dicks looks like. Oh no! I, don't, I, I always visualize it as an animation, so it's still funny and cute. No, no, it is what happens when you get stopped at the airport, and oh, I'm like, I do "Oh, bitch!" Looking at it, and he's looking at me, and he's like, "These are your dicks." I'm like, "No, they're not." <laughs> Pull them all out! Oh my I'll gosh! And the security guard goes, "Is there anything sharp?" And he goes, "It's." toys <laughs> and the guy goes okay have a good have a good one buddy have He's a good like, one i'm gonna have a great one Thank oh you. it's gonna be a good one and see the tall blonde <laughs> over there she's gonna have a good one couple of them <laughs> these are going inside her soon and you're me. filling your internal voids <laughs> oh man so filled with a bag of dicks and you're feeling good about it oh my gosh it's over the weight limit you gotta pull one out 
<laughs> that's that's a whole new pullout. <sighs> this is great. So she says, by believing in a god or gods, people seek to find meaning or purpose outside of themselves. They believe that some beings are greater than them and can provide the answers they cannot. And I feel like that a lot. Sometimes when I'm like, I don't know shit. I just don't know all the things. So I have faith in my higher self and all the other beautiful beings and consciousnesses and creations that are out there that are helping me. They probably know more than me. Yeah. And I I think think the older I get and the more in touch with them I'm I'm getting, the easier it is for me to be like, can you guys see my keys? Yeah. Can you guys know where I left the car? Can you guys make sure I have an income coming in and that (laughs) my music takes off? That'd be great. Thanks. Abundance. Thanks. Well, she says, ascension is a similar phenomenon. People want to feel that they are part of something greater than them or even the whole world. It is a natural desire to believe in something greater than yourself because it gives you a sense of purpose. You can feel important and powerful, even if only for an imaginary moment. Imaginary, even if it's imaginary. Aren't they all? (sighs) Every memory is in my imagination. I made it all up at this point because it's all I've got. Uh, none of this is real. None of this is real. <laughs> oh. We need to wear those shirts. Oh, my gosh. Jack. So well, her good. last statement says, Ascension is similar in that it provides people with a sense of purpose. It gives them something to strive for and believe in. So it's just giving you momentum to keep moving to keep striving for something, to want to be bigger and better and part of things. And I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Even if it isn't real, what a great thing to do. Oh, I don't, even if it's not real, that's not even a waste of time. Yeah. And I, don't I think, think, I think purpose is a beautiful thing to strive for. And that looks different for everyone. And perhaps if you look at some of the people who have, uh, you can't fire me, I quit, kind of took taken that road out. If they had a sense of purpose, they probably would have never crossed their mind to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, even if things don't pan out the way that we think they did, because we're self-serving in all of this, um, it's okay. Cause it made us feel good and it, made us grow and we are bigger than we were before. So with that means that we're seeing things outside of ourselves. We are the thing outside of ourselves that we're seeking anyways. I look great. You look so great. No, I mean like looking back in, I'm like, you're I... doing all right. You're, ho- you're holding up. You're holding up. And I know that like we say this all the time with my work, comparison is the thief of joy, but I had a real good time at my 20 year class reunion. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't smoke cigarettes. I'm so glad I use positively radiant Aveeno yeah. daily scrub every fucking day. Yeah, I'm not so glad I wear sunscreen. Some, yep. Mm-hmm. So glad I didn't marry that guy. <laughs> Did you go to I'm your 20 year class t- reunion? No, I missed it. I was really sad. I wanted to go. I went to my 10 year, which was really fun. Um, because I still looked pretty hot and, uh, I had a good time. There was a few people that I wanted to see that I didn't. So I was like, I'm going to see them at the 20. And of course I didn't, I'd already moved. I think I went with my friend, Chris to his 20th. We were not dating, but he always said, if he wasn't seriously seeing anybody by his 20th, that I had to be his date. 
And I'm like, I will be anyone you want me to be because I love this plan so yes. much. Yes. So yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm a nurse. We've been dating for years and planning the wedding soon or whatever the fuck. It was so great. And everyone's like, awesome. we're so happy for you guys. I'm like, yeah. Thank so, you. so what are you guys up to? Uh-huh. Let's bring it back around. <laughs> you love our fake story. Tell me how shitty your reality is. <laughs> like how fucked up is that at a 20 year class reunion? No, this is great because Lonnie took me as her date to one of her fucking reunions. I don't even remember what year it was. Maybe it was the five year. It was a hot mess. <laughs> like, I just remember that um, Lonnie wasn't paying attention to me at all. And it was funny because I came with Lonnie and Holly came with Nick, who was her boyfriend at the time. And Nick and Lonnie were in the same class. So we all four of us were going to hang out. And Lonnie kept this was when her and maybe Eric or was it Kirk? I don't even remember. There was messes going on and she kept getting up and leaving and she was on her phone the whole night. And like, and I'm just laughing because I didn't give a shit. I was just there for the food and hang out. I think we were probably pretty high. And I was like, my date won't pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> like we took this video. I was like, you know, she's always on her phone, but your tits look great, Lonnie. You're doing good. Like, <laughs> just a hot disaster Priorities. but it was so great because it wasn't my reunion and i could just look at everybody else being like oh look how you turned out yeah and some I of them like you're a, like yeah get it pretty fucking gangster being like oh him 12 years younger <laughs> uh he's a nuclear engineer mm-hmm. no he didn't no kids never been married yeah. three cars just the three cars yeah <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> I'm glad that was fun for you. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just think of one more question for Amira today. What's what's coming up soon? Like, okay, here's this. How can I use music to heal people? Mm. Let's see what she says. Maybe she can give me an idea. She says, I'll start with the question of why people are interested in music. To answer this, I will need to consider the nature of what it means for an activity to be beneficial and meaningful for living things. All right. Generally, when we talk about whether an activity is beneficial for a living thing, it is because the activity increases the probability of survival and well-being of that living thing. Yes, music definitely increases my probability of well-being. (laughs) And survival. And survival. Absolutely. I think this too. Okay. There are two types of activities which do this for living things. Actions that help the living thing to acquire resources and actions that help the living thing to defend itself against dangers. All right. Where are we going? I'm interested. (laughs) Okay. So acquiring resources and defending against danger. Got it. What is a resource? A resource can be anything of value to the living thing. It could be food, water, something that helps it reproduce. We will focus on acquiring resources. When we play a game, what is the goal? It's to acquire more points. Points are resources. 
<laughs> I, we're, we're almost at the end. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> I hope it ties together like a Tarantino movie at the right? end. Right? What happens when we play a game? We do actions that help us to acquire points. When you hear music in a game, the goal of the activity is to get more points. And doing this requires executing actions such as running towards enemies, jumping over obstacles, or killing enemies using special abilities. How can I use music to heal people? Wow. What are we doing here? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a bitch and see if we can um, rescue this. I get that she's saying that what, when you're trying to um, make something beneficial, like healing, um, you need to increase the well-being of that person. And well-being for some people is resources and staying out of danger. So how could my music give people resources and um, keep them away from danger? All right, here's where I'm going to go with this. I am going to create um, words and frequencies in the songs that will protect people from danger and possible en en enemies. So how can I do that? I need to use words that are healing, words that induce um, vitality, that induce um, certain things to keep everybody protected. It's the resource they needed to be able to heal. The sound, the words, that's- So you're gonna like embed uh, like a higher frequency than we can hear when it's sped up, sure. but it's gonna be like hope peace loving yeah. brilliant so do you suppose like the what like bad music the like satan music is saying like die you're done yeah have you ever heard some of jay-z's shit spun backwards no it talks about killing jesus oh jay-z jay-z shit's Boo. fucked up like there's so much manipulation in the music especially in hip-hop and rap there has been all these rappers coming forward talking about how back in the early 90s um there were a there was a group of individuals that came together and their purpose was to use rap and hip-hop to influence chaos and to drive um, men to be aggressive and it was based off of people who own and ran prisons whoa private prison systems <gasps> wanted to use the hip-hop and the rap Score. industry Word. to fill their fucking walls with billions of dollars of criminals influenced by rap and hip-hop that worked it's so unfortunate wow. what and a great look, business plan so what if i did the complete opposite i put shit in there that's actually going to induce um you know your heart rate to balance out or to stimulate yeah. stem cells to regrow in your brain Can you imagine or, you know? like everybody's walking out to the car and they're like it's such a good show i should call my mom yeah such a great show i think i'm gonna go back to school yes <laughs> like something that can free up um you know all the things that are stopping you what if there's like a rhythm that you can if once it's pumped out through the human body that it breaks down things that you no longer need like waste and toxins in your yeah. body yeah what if I like can you got an instant detox just from yeah. hearing this song and you're like yeah. "Ooh, i gotta take a nice smooth healthy poo <laughs> 
Yeah. Not a, not a painful screaming, a breathing poop. one. So many shroom poops. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I can do that anymore. Oh, man. That time I almost slid off the toilet because I was covered in lube. Yeah. Not a good time to have shroom poops. Oopsies. Why did I think that these two things were going to go well together? Oh, oh last man. time I did it with Holly at her apartment, just seven shits later. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I can only do this when I need to purge. This is my purging drug. Get it out. Get it out. Oh, I'd rather come out that way than puke. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's quick. I was like, wow, it just keeps coming. <laughs> so we, we flipped a pitch on this one. She tried to, you know, get crazy, but th that's what I'm going to take from it. So I need to dive into frequencies, healing frequencies, healing tones, things that I know are researched and backed because I have not done 20 plus years of researching on this. I'm going to need to find somebody who is intelligent enough. I can use that information and embed it into my music. And that is the healing part of it. Yep. So I'm going to make sure that we... We thank everyone for listening and going as far <laughs> wherever we went today. I'm going to look into frequencies. We're going to heal some people. Now, the second thing is we got to figure out this whole button pushing thing. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I'm down with this. So, well, thank you, everybody. And uh, if you are a listener from Topeka and you're one of our favorites, message us. <laughs> There's only one. Doesn't that mean they're our favorite? People in Madagascar, listen, surely there's one in Topeka. Come on, ex-boyfriends, cash in. Now's your chance. Awesome. Well, hopefully we'll know by the next Access Elysium podcast. Bye-bye. Oh, Bye-bye. Oh,